Shalom Aleichem, welcome. On behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Rosh Hashanah Lamed Dalad, Rosh Hashanah 34a, pagination page 67 at the bottom. Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Shoma Teisha Tekios Betesha Shaos Bayom. If a person heard nine shofar blasts, the appropriate blasts, in order to fulfill the mitzvah at the minimum level, Bayom during the course of the day, nine different times, Yatza, he fulfilled his mitzvah, even though the nine blasts were done with a lot of time in between them. Which nine blasts? So we mentioned in the previous session that according to Torah law, you need the one blast before, that's the tekiah, the unbroken, solid blast. Then you need a middle, broken blast, which we discussed that there are three different types of such a blast, the shvarim, the teruah, or the shvarim teruah. And then there's a blast at the end, a tekiah, a solid blast. So, according to the Gemara, simply said, if you had a legitimate minig, you had a legitimate approach, you could just do nine blasts, and even though you spread it out over nine hours, that's acceptable. The Mishnah Bura points out, Afilu hifsik bedibur, even if you talked in between, this ruling of Rabbi Yechanan would still apply, that you were Yotze the mitzvah, you did fulfill your obligation. The Mechaber mentions that one condition would be that you did not hear a sound of shofar that is not appropriate for where you were in your cycle. So that, for example, if you're up to a teruah and you heard the wrong blast. So then that could mess you up and you would have to go back to the beginning of the cycle, just like when we're blowing shofar in shul. If the baltokeya is supposed to sound one sound and he sounds a different sound, a shvarim and he sounds a teruah, so then we don't just do the shvarim, we go back to the beginning of the line, start the tekiah again, because the broken blast has to be sandwiched between a tekiah before it and a tekiah after it. Another consideration that the Mishnah mentions is that this waiting that occurred between the different blasts of shofar has to be a waiting that's shalom ba'onis, not a waiting that's forced upon you. Because it's, if it's a waiting that's forced upon you, it's considered a greater level of hefsik, of separation, because even if you wanted to, you are not capable of blowing shofar at that time. And it could be that an onus that lasts for a duration of time that you could have blown the entire obligation of shofar, uh, an onus hefsek that lasts for that long, would actually force you back to the beginning of the shofar blowing. In order to appreciate that concept of onus in a hefsek a little bit better, we have to go to a topic in Simon Kuf Dalid, where a person was davening Shmona Esrei, 
and he stopped in the middle because of an onus. And there are different types of onus of stopping that's occurring and depending on how they impact the person, that will depend on how serious we take them. For example, if a person stops what he's doing because he's not capable of davening, because he needs to use the bathroom, so the time that he's in the bathroom, that's considered a very high level of hefsek because it's not within his power to continue davening right now, and therefore this is definitive off time, so to speak. Likewise, if a person has a case of listim, armed robbers are there, and therefore he can't daven Shmona Esrei, because everybody has to be quiet and hide or whatever it is, so that's an onus that's being forced upon him, and that's a very high level of onus, again, because even if he wanted to, he could not daven Shmona Esrei right now. There are other levels of onsen, though, described as mafriim shonim, different things that interfere. A phone is ringing, and you decide that you don't want to continue Shmona Esri because it's distracting until the phone stops ringing. A child is crying, and your discretion is to stop your Shmona Esri for the sake of the child. That's not something that immobilizes you from davening Shemona Esrei, that's, that's a judgment call. And therefore, it's not considered as serious a hefzek, an interruption within the mitzvah. <coughs> Excuse me. Likewise, the Mogin Avram in Simon Samachay mentions a case of people who are miskotetim. They're arguing with each other. They're getting angry with each other, motioning at each other. The Efshalahashvos, really, they can make peace if they wanted to. It's up to them. And therefore, that's considered a lower level of Hefsik than something that was totally imposed on you and you had no choice. An interesting Shaila would be what happens if there's a fire drill in middle of Tekiah's shofar? So, picture the scene. They started blowing. They're moving along. And either because there's an actual fire alarm or because they're in a building that's owned by whoever it is that they're renting space, this minion ends up, their luck, that the administration decides to do a fire drill now. And everybody suddenly has to walk out. So that's a very significant hefsik, but the type of hefsik that it is is not that intrinsically they are anusim, they can't blow the shofar. Intrinsically, they're capable of continuing to blow the shofar. Maybe their discretion not to until they get outside and, re- and regroup. But it's not an onus to the high level that was described in Simon Kuftalid, and it could very well be that that would not be regarded as a hefsek to the point of redoing all the tekiyas, the Rav would have to make a decision what the practical way of proceeding is. 
One thing to keep in mind is that as much as Rabbi Yechanan says your Yotzei, if you hear these tikkios at different times of the day, nevertheless, it is clearly written in Simon Tafkuf Tzadi Bey's Sif Gimel that a person should not be talking from the time of the original bracha until the time that we finish all the tikkios because, as the Mishnah Bura explains, the bracha is supposed to be able to go on the entire mitzvah. And if a person interrupts, then there is some level of hefsik. But again, the ruling that we're getting over here is that even if a person did talk, a person would still be yotzeh the mitzvah of tikkios. Tanya nami hachi, the Gemara continues, we indeed learned like this. Shama tesha tikios betesha shaos bayom yatsa. If a person heard nine blasts over nine hours during the day, he would be yotze the mitzvah. Mites adam ke'echod, but if he tried to do this all at once from nine different people all lined up with a shofar and they all blew a symphony of the nine blasts at once, lo yotze, you would not be yotze, and Teisus explains, de ein kan bitrua, pshuta lefaneo, pshuta laachareho, keven shahakol biyachad. Because you don't have the broken blast surrounded by a tekiah before it and a tekiah after it, because it was all blown at once. And we require that it be done in order. If it's from different people, yotza. You could be yotze the mitzvah. Even if it was intermittent, even if it was done with a lot of time in between, even if it took the entire day to get the requisite blasts. So as far as halacha goes, you would be yotze. As far as the recommendation goes, a person should not be talking until the tekiyos are indeed completed, and the reason that's being given is so that the bracha should include the mitzvah in its entirety. Yeshe thank you for joining.